Men and women of the Legion, welcome to the Legion Lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. Together, we can unlock our true potential. Now, how do we do that? By sharing the show, by spreading the word about our mission to leave the world better than we found it, by inspiring you to live the Legion Lifestyle. That is the way of the Legion. What's going on, Legion? Welcome to the 15th episode of the Legion Lifestyle. Get your notebooks ready because we talk a lot about nutrition and everything that has to do with your protein, fats, carbs, calories, everything in between, all of those things. You're going to get a lot of useful information out of this one, so please pay attention, especially if you're one of those people who have been asking for this episode because a lot of you have been wondering about what even is a macro. So get ready because we talk a lot about this in this episode of Legion Lifestyle. Do not forget, if you haven't already, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram being Legion Lifestyle and Facebook Legion Athletics. Go ahead and give my personal Instagram a follow at I'm Dean and so can you. If you guys have any questions or anything you'd like to hear in the next episode or any further things about nutrition you'd like to hear us talk about or cover for you and your specific needs and goals, let us know in the comments down below or DM us on our Facebook, Instagram, whatever you can find us on. Tell us in person if you see us. Whatever works for you works for us. Do not forget, we want to grow the Legion as big as we can and as fast as we can. The best way for you to help us do that is to give us a follow on Instagram and a five-star rating. And don't forget to share it with your friends and family and anyone that you find that could use some helpful information or a little inspiration and motivation. With all that being said, just know we all love you very much here on the team. Let's get in this episode. Welcome to Legion Lifestyle. I'm your host, Dean. Joining me today, as per usual, Randy. Hi. And Megan. You're I didn't so know awkward. you. I what, no, what, so awkward. I thought he was going to introduce you, and then so I waited. That's why. My normally name's he not goes, Randy. No, but he normally goes Randy, and then Megan, and then we both say hi. He just like waited. It's not the traditional. Fuck you. I did it on purpose. Yeah, I knew you, it was gonna bastard. Piss you off. Nah. <laughs> hi, yeah, I gotta everybody. Catch shit from her. No, no, don't say hi. Nobody cares. <laughs> We're off to a great start. This yeah. is going to be a great episode. What have you guys been up to? It's been a, let's see, a few weeks since you guys been on, mm-hmm. right? Something like that? Yeah, last week. I don't know. I don't know how things work in the, yeah, I know in the, the, the world uh, of order. The, the scheduling's a bit different. Yeah. But anyways, it's been, I, yeah, you guys won't be on the next episode, but I guess this... Won't be on the next one hurts. that comes out, yeah. My yeah. brain hurts. I don't care it's anymore. Fine. Recording schedules are weird. It is. How have you guys been? Um... Okay, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm going with okay. She had a mental breakdown yesterday. I oh did, boy. I did. Anything you want to talk about on the show? We'll wait till we get into the topic, because it's directly related Fair to enough. all of the yeah. stuff. So Eventually, like... it lines up quite well with what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I'm just keeping my options open for new job opportunities. Got a couple on the horizon, so. Yeah. But I did manage to put in for like, almost all my vacation time before one of my managers quit. So she just approved everything that I put in for. Oh, so perfect. like I have like 200 plus hours of vacation coming up. Hell yeah. Over the next like 10 weeks. What yeah. Gonna, what are you going to do with yourself? Uh, He's probably going to lose his mind to be quite honest with you. I know if I, so gym games and then probably excessive fondling of myself. That's fair. That's fair. You got to do that sometimes. Yeah. Self love. It yeah, all, well, I just seen my doctor, and she said make sure to check up on them testes. So, so fondling is approved by doctor approved. There you go. Doctor recommended. You heard it here first, folks. Fondle yourselves. The doctors say so. <laughs> no, I didn't work uh, the bar last weekend. Hmm. and Why not? Uh, it was just my one weekend off. Oh. 
of every three months or something. Um, <laughs> I I thought I was gonna enjoy it more than I did. I I hated it every fucking second because just did you pace uh, around your house like what am I yeah, doing? <laughs> literally the whole time I I was just walking around like I have done everything. Did you open your fridge a whole lot? Like I don't know why I'm in here. I'm not hungry. I'm just bored. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons I got fat. It's because I'd eat because I was bored. And so, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't keep snacks here. Was Everyone that ever comes over and looks at my fridge, like, your fridge is really sad because it's just empty. And I'm just like, I, if I have snacks, I will eat them. You don't understand. Like, if there was bread in my house, I'd eat it. Remove the temptation. Yep. If it's not there, I can't do it. The issue with that is being an adult is you could just leave to wherever the temptation is. That's true. But I live on the third floor. Yeah. Sometimes it... And it, that's a lot of extra work. Yeah, like having to get in the car, go to the store, pick out whatever junk you want. Like sometimes that's enough just to be like, oh, I don't want yeah. to do that. it's not worth it. We literally not live like uh, two miles away from the nearest grocery store. So it's just literally a no, couple of But even then, like if it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm feeling munchy, like I'm, I'm not going to put on proper attire and get in the car, especially right now because it's fucking cold. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going out there. No, I don't recommend anyone going outside right now. It's Mm-mm. it's extra. It's like negative eleven with windshield. Yeah, it's it's just it's too much. Is what it is. Agreed. <clears throat> so I've got a nice little quote, I guess, from a uh, one uh, motivational speaker, Tony Robbins. I don't know if you guys heard of him. Very or not, familiar. But, uh, there's a it's a pretty popular video going around, and you know uh, he was giving a a speech, a lesson, or something like that. I haven't seen the whole thing, just this one clip. But there was a guy that, like, a guest um, on the microphone, one of the audience members, and basically saying that he hates himself. And so Tony Robbins went on this whole thing. And, and I wrote it down. And so I'm going to uh, probably fuck it up. It's not going to sound good, monotone of shit, but I'm going to read it because it's really impactful. And so he goes into telling this kid, don't be so hard on yourself. I love that you have such high standards, but those aren't high standards. That's what's called perfection. Most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in two, three decades. And you haven't been around long enough to have those two or three decades, so don't fuck it up. There's time, and if you give yourself just a little bit more time, and you are just a little bit more loving to yourself, I think you're going to find that you have a lot more to give. Good job. I'm so proud of you. We edited a lot out, but it took me a while to read that for some reason, because I'm kind of dyslexic sometimes. Six tries. But Six tries. Yeah, don't judge me. Anyways, <laughs> that is that was really powerful when I, when I heard it the first time. I've heard that several times, but... It, it has a lot behind it because it's very true. Most people, they're going to, you know, they're going to get so down on themselves because, well, it's been it's been two weeks. Oh, I didn't turn my ringer off. Uh, it's been, all, you know, two or three weeks, and I haven't done all of these things yet. I don't have all these accomplishments. I don't have all these achievements. So why am I not where I want to be? Because they're overestimating what they can do in such a short amount of time, but they underestimate you know, the, the long term, you know, in 10, 20 years, you can achieve so much if you just put your head down, and keep grinding and doing the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of this day and age, because so many things that we have and we do are instant. We expect that same magic pill mentality in every aspect of life. But, you know, you're not going to become a CEO overnight and you're not going to lose 100 pounds in a week. Unless maybe you had surgery, but you know, (laughs) you know, like there's so many things that are going to take a long time. You have to, like you said, put your, put your nose to the grindstone and you have to do the work in order to reap the rewards. But then you can look back on yourself be like, yeah, that took me 
three years. I did not expect that, but I still fucking did it. Yeah. I think it's for the best that it's that way because I this instant gratification thing I don't think yields long-term beneficial results because if you get something instantaneously and you don't work for it, then you kind of lose the appreciation for how you've come to get it. So say you were to just become a CEO and you didn't have to strive for a long time to be able to you know, achieve that position, you're not going to appreciate it nearly as much. If you instantly just like drop all that weight, say there was a magic pill overnight, well then did you really change your lifestyle? Is this going to be something that's sustainable? Like, are you going to really appreciate uh, like what you have right now? Or, you know, I don't think you would as somebody who had to fight and like struggle through the plateaus of hitting different weight, you know, plateaus and the different aspects of like where you're at, you know, loving your body, hating your body through the, you know, the weight gain, the scale, just messing with your, your mind. Cause that's what the scale does. The whole journey. You know what I mean? Like that whole journey shapes you. Like I went from being so big to like so small and I thought I looked great small. And I look back and I'm like, God, that was, I don't know where my mind was at, but like, that's all a growing aspect for me of where, you know, I've come from and where I'm at now. And I have a real appreciation for, you know, loving my body a lot more, uh, even with the extra numbers on the weight scale. Have you ever watched the show My 600 Pound Life? I've seen it a little bit, yeah. I think there's something at the beginning of the show that basically explains that, like, I think it's like maybe 3 or 4% of the people that have gastric bypass surgery like these people do are successful. 3 or 4%. Because you're going in and you're having a surgery that, you know, is basically going to shrink up your stomach so that you physically cannot eat more. But it doesn't do a whole lot into um, diving into changing your habits. So eventually you're just going to re-expand your stomach and you're still going to eat like shit and you're still going to eat way too much in excess and and you didn't learn. You didn't have the same journey that taught you all of the lessons. Yeah, everyone wants the shortcut, the cheat codes, like how can I do this the, the fastest and the quickest and the easiest without having to put in any work whatsoever? But I don't think what people understand is like you have to put in the work. You have to, like we've said many times before, you can't win a race in one step. You have to take every fucking step. Like there is no cheat code to anything in life. There is no, there is no fast track. Like, I mean, yeah, some people get lucky and they get, you know, uh, they, they get to the top really quick, but I don't think they appreciate what it means to be there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, on the flip side, like if you think about it, you didn't just wake up one day at 600 pounds it took time and it took effort on some level to do that damage you know you that i can relate to myself i'm actually gonna be quitting smoking this week and i'm terrified but um i'm reading this book Pray for me y'all i know <laughs> like it's it's scary i'm gonna, I'm gonna be cranky biatch. i can't wait to hear your your journey <laughs> with that yeah but um check on me dean yeah, i will there's this book that i read that kind of like explains how it's all psychological essentially um but it says like you had to try to become addicted to cigarettes and it's true because the first time you ever smoke a cigarette you're like this fucking tastes like shit i'm coughing it burns it hurts but i'm gonna do it again yeah and i'm gonna do it again why it took effort for me to be to become addicted to cigarettes. So yeah, it's going to take a lot of effort to become unaddicted to cigarettes. Yeah. But it's just, you know, being more loving to yourself and and Mm -hmm. giving yourself the time to do these things is what's most important. To piggyback off what she said earlier about, you know, it takes as much time like to gain all that weight. Like it's what my going back to high school, a teacher told me, you know, 
It takes a lot of effort to, you know, get a high grade in class, but it also takes a lot of effort to fail a class. Like, so when you're going through all that and you're letting yourself go, you may not think it took much effort, but that does take a lot of effort of just not caring to like go to that extent of like letting yourself get that far away. So if you can, you know, let that happen, then I feel like you have enough drive to do the, yeah. the exact opposite. You know that, that quote, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but it's like, it's hard to be fat and it's hard to work out. Choose your hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it, in a sense, it's, it's easy to get fat I and mean, it's easy to eat all the shitty, good tasting food. That's easy. But like it's everything that's associated with it. Well, now it's harder to, to walk. It's harder to yeah. run. It's harder to breathe. It's harder to go upstairs. It's harder to do anything good for yourself. It's harder for your body to maintain life. Yeah. It's harder to not live without disease. So, yeah, pick your heart. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I went through all that. and I, I mean, I've had a tummy tuck, so I don't know if I've said that on I here think, before. I think yeah. you have. Um, but so when I had my surgery, the doctors, when they went through, I was like, well, how much fat did you guys remove? He's like, you'd be surprised at how little fat we do. But he's like... You had literally almost no fat. He's like, we removed two little three by six slivers of fat. That's all you had. All of it was just exoskin. So I went for a tummy tuck and I didn't have like a gastro or anything after I lost all my weight. And so like I did it all without having a, you know, the tummy tuck procedure or a gastro to like get my body weight down. I lost all the weight and then had it done just to remove the excess skin. And it was really satisfying to hear that. I barely had any fat under there, but like I had the worst probably body dysmorphia of how I thought how fat I looked. And I looked back at some old photos and I was like, my skin didn't sag super bad. But at the time, I just thought it was like so horrible. Like yeah. my image of myself in my mind, I was like, man, I really thought I looked a lot worse than I did. Yeah, it was it was really bad. But like all that hard work and of course money, because, you know, uh, I went about it that way. So insurance didn't cover anything. And to anybody else doing it, you know, try and go a route of like meeting with doctors and stuff like that to see if your insurance can somehow cover any of it because uh, that is very pricey. But yeah. I can tell you it is worth every penny if you're dedicated to wanting to get that change in your life because even though you become healthy, how you look at yourself, that is that is really important too because like that was playing a lot with my mental like stability of like how I looked at myself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, and... uh to touch on that a little bit, like we are all going to be our worst critics. I know me, like I, I am going to criticize myself 10 times more than anyone else. And I, I forget to get it sometimes. And like I told you guys before we really started recording, I have a friend of mine that uh, she pointed out to me that like, I'm very overly critical of my work and of myself. And, you know, for example, the last two episodes, I know the audio was a little messy because we've been messing with the settings. So I, I'm hoping this one's good. <laughs> um, but it's, it's learning process. But and there were some parts of the episodes where, like, you know, the audio was, like, really bad, really clippy, but it really wasn't that bad in hindsight. But in the moment when I was uh, editing it, like, I was pissed off because I'm like, God damn it. Like, I almost didn't put the episodes out just because, like, I am that overly critical of myself. And that's the same way with, with you. And, I mean, honestly, I think as soon as you start to dabble in the bodybuilding world, you're going to have body dysmorphia because oh, yeah. you, you're always looking on how you can improve. Mm -hmm. And you just have to remember that, you know, you're doing a lot better than you think you are no, no matter what, because you're at where you're starting to get overly critical of yourself is when you're, you're thinking I should be farther along in the short term. But, you know, if you look at it in the, in the broad spectrum, you're doing a lot better and you've come a lot further and you're making a lot more progress than you think that you are. Yes. I think 
there's a healthy amount of critical that you need to have to keep pushing yourself. There's obviously an Agreed. unhealthy amount where like you're too much and it's like a detriment, but I feel like that needs to be a motivator. You need to be your own worst critic. So, you know, cause there's assholes out there that are always going to judge and stuff like that. So if you're your own worst critic, then no, what, no, no, no matter what anybody else says, they can't bring you down. But you're, how you speak own. to yourself is very important yes. as well. There's a difference between being like, okay, so I still have, you know, some some excess tummy fat, which is super stubborn and super hard to get rid of. Instead of being like, I'm a fat fuck and I'm never going to accomplish. Yeah. You don't want to be like, like hey, like this is what down. I'm this is what I'm working on. This is the goal that I have for myself. Not like I'm never going to lose this. Like fuck my life. I'm always going to have this. Yeah. I'm always going to be ch-. like how you speak to yourself. Like still speak to yourself in a loving manner. Be critical in a positive way. Yeah. You know, for example, I'm the same way with like with my body fat, like. Like I, I, I used to look at it like you fat piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be like this for my life. Like I'm just, I'm just a fucking loser. But now it's like, okay, I have a little bit more room to improve here, room to improve here. Like these right. are the steps. Like it's, it's less of me being negative and talking shit about myself, which I still look in the mirror. I'm like, Hey, you fat fuck, go eat a salad, you know? Like, but it's, it's less in that like self detrimental type yeah. tone. And more of a improvement that, that yeah. growth mindset is, is where I like. Is it almost kind of like jokingly too? Because you you know you're not yeah, like yeah. that, but you're like I go eat a salad, you fat fuck. You like actually like salad. We yeah. go eat a salad anyways. <laughs> no, like salad. no, for real though. Like uh, I mean, I'm very confident in who I am anymore. I know who I am, and I absolutely love who I have turned myself into. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I say these things, and I people yell at me sometimes. You need to be nicer yourself. I'm like oh, you don't understand. You don't understand. This is nice. Like, yeah. this is, like, I'm not, I'm fucked with myself. Like, I am my best friend. I'm and joking I, around. I talk shit about my friends in a loving manner, and I do the same thing with myself. Because it's just, that is self-love with me. Like, I look in the mirror, and it's also body form mm-hmm. too. Like, I'll, I'll look in the mirror some days, and I'll be like, man, you skinny bitch. You need to go eat some protein, get some muscle on you. <laughs> Five minutes later, I'm like, you fat fuck, you need to stop eating. <laughs> you overdid yeah, it's it. A, it's, yeah, it's how you talk. I always joke around with Randy when we're at the gym, and... Uh, cause I'm not really necessarily losing poundage lately, which is super frustrating, but I tell her we're in a body sculpting phase. Yeah. Right now. Like we're I not can see a... things changing. So like, so I started wearing like a lot of crop tops and shit like that. Yeah. And I, I call them my fluffy contours. <laughs> cause like clearly I still have like abdominal fat, but you can start to see like lines and yeah. cuts. So and when you, when like you're that. in good light and like in best lighting, I have like a solid eight pack. Like I look shredded, but like. That's best lighting, best lighting thing. With her, with her, it almost looks like she has like ab outlines or whatever a little bit. And she calls them fluffy contours because of the way the light and the shadows kind of play off yep. of it. Where you can see a bit better. So she calls them fluffy contours. Because they're still fluffy, but you can see them. I identify that because like I, I pretty much only wear cutoffs to the gym. Now it's weird how my body just works because now yeah. that I've started wearing cutoffs, just like it's less of like in the right lighting, like my shoulders look fucking striated. And you and probably always used to wear like baggy yeah. stuff back because you were super self-conscious yeah. when you were bigger like i and, went through that phase too where i was baggy and, and then like, I, I wore never, tank tops like yeah. real cut tank tops and i never wore i guess like really baggy like i, I wore stuff that fit but i always made sure it flowed over the was it form fitting is what yeah. i'm looking for yeah and now like i don't even like wearing form fitting stuff to the gym it's weird how my body this more be a place to me now because now when i wear like a t-shirt to the gym like i hate how i look but then I wear a cutoff to the gym, like because you damn, can't see you. the good shit. Yeah. No, dude, you want to focus on the yeah. good shit. Like, nah, I mean, it's gonna go into another phase. You're gonna hit like a cut phase where you look solid. Like, and I wear shirts every now and then, and I look yoked yeah. with like a form fitting shirt. Like, it's gone in phases to where like I used to be like, let me show off my muscles with my tank tops, but now like, yeah, that no. I wear form fitting stuff, like it pops, and I'm like, all right, I, I like this look. 
because like I've gained some size in my arms and stuff, and it's like even like this shirt, like I I, I wear this shirt to work or something, and I hook up the other. There's, there's some younger guys, and and uh, I always fuck with them. There's one kid that he's he's pretty decent in the gym. Shout out to you, Preston. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so like I'll I'll walk up to him, like I'll get real close, and like I'm about to say something, and I'm like, hey hey hey. This is uh do my arms make this shirt look small? And I'll <laughs> fucking sit, sit there flexing. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like there there's that kind of concept. Like yeah. I don't know what it is, but if I wear like a normal like t shirt to the gym, I'm just like, Man, you fat fuck. But then I wear a cut off, I'm like, Man, you look all right, except for the mm-hmm. times when I don't think I do, you know? It's, it is. It's you, very it's a funny thing. Have you seen those memes where people go through like what they wear to the gym versus shorts and tank tops then like they wear form fitting stuff and then they're just wearing baggy stuff and they're normally like the really yoked out yep. guys on steroids type stuff like you, pump covers you, man you, you start to notice like that's actually mm-hmm. like true when you go to the gym of people who like wear certain stuff yeah and it's just kind of funny to watch I'm like man it's one of the memes that are actually kind of true yeah no it, it, it's, it's crazy how all that works but Anyways, jumping in today's topic. Let's jump into today's topic. That's enough. Uh, enough enough bullshit. Shit. No, enough of the shit, man. So today we want to talk about nutrition. I've had a few people ask the the biggest question I think I've been asked so far is what's a macro? And I always fuck with them like, oh, mackerels of fish that you can get. But, uh, you know, it's funny. Jokes. <laughs> but no. So I wanted to do an episode like this where we're going to we're going to what the fuck is food? That's that's what this is. Nom, nom, By the way, that's the title because apparently mine didn't make the cut. Well, yours is a little, little too long. <laughs> a little, little, little extra. A little extra. I thought it was great. Go ahead and say, say what you thought it was. <clears throat> I was, was going to say we're talking about micros. Or no. we're talking about macros, not micro. My micro. You know, get it? Micro penis? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's what I did when you sent that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's so great. <laughs> Just, you know, talking about my macros, not my micro. No, no. Anyways. Better than that macro uh, joke. Fuck you. All right. All right, me and Randy are fighting after this. I'll put that video on the Instagram, which you should go follow. It's that leading lifestyle. (laughs) What a Uh, great segue. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually impressive. Touche, sir. No, I, did, I did change the Instagram handle to the Legion Lifestyle, and then I'm trying to change Facebook too, but it, uh, it's it's stubborn. It is. It takes. Yeah. You have to wait like several thirty days, days or that's, something. That's something what like I figured that. out. Because okay. I put it in. I put the. You know, I went to do it anyway. It doesn't matter. So, are you going to break down the official definition of micro? Maybe macro. My, macro. My bad. Uh, oh. Micro. Um, Randy. Well, there's micronutrients like too. <laughs> Megan, slap him. No. Thank you. Uh, so I'm going to start off with what is a calorie? Cause calories are probably in the umbrella scheme of nutrition. It's what's going to be thrown around the most, you know, everyone's going to say, Oh, like increase, decrease calories. How many calories are you getting? Cause that is at the end of the day, especially when it comes to like weight loss it is going to be the most important thing is your calories. So calories man, in versus calories out. If you'd like to tell us a little bit about what calories are. So without trying to get too overly technical about calories, um, what we call a calorie is actually commonly in the scientific world known as a kilocalorie. Um, the basics of it is it's a measurement of energy. So it's the amount of energy that it takes to, uh, what is it, increase one gram of water by one degree. One kilogram of water. Kilogram, thank yes. you. Correction. Um, so I, like, I was telling Randy earlier, like, so when you kind of explain it, when people say, like, oh, I'm burning calories – 
That's why, because it's increasing the amount of heat to burn a cow, or you could say yep. you're boiling calories. In a sense. <laughs> and then, so the, I, I, you know, I've been doing research all day. I've had mm -hmm. my fucking face in a textbook since seven. Yeah. And so, yeah, the kilocalorie was coined in the 19th century because they took, it, it, it was the measurement, uh, the amount of heat required to heat up a kilogram of water from zero to one degree Celsius, mm -hmm. which is now referred to in joules or kilojoules, mm -hmm. in the, which was coined in the 20th century. And one calorie equals 4.2 uh, uh, kilojoules. And anyone that works in like the mechanical field, a uh, joule is um, a measurement of the amount of, of work, basically, mm -hmm. of the amount of work it, it takes to do something. So in a sense, if you're thinking of calories or kcal, it's basically the amount of work that your body has to do to burn that mm -hmm. portion of food. Yes, pretty much. So that so is what a calorie is. It's our basic building blocks when you start talking about nutrition. You'll hear us say a lot about calories in, calories out. It's energy in, energy out. So as we kind of move through this, like yeah. food is energy. So the next thing in the list to talk about is macros, mm -hmm. which so macros are going to be your, your fats, your carbs and your proteins. Yes. And those all burn calories at a different rate. For example, proteins and carbs both for uh, it's so consuming them. It is more calories. So, yes. Yeah right, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So let me pull this up to make sure I get this right. So. Protein and carbs is four calories per gram. So mm -hmm. one gram of protein equals four calories. Fats, on the other hand, are nine calories per gram. Correct. And then just to backtrack a little bit, I don't know if we said this, but macro is short for macronutrient. Thank so you. So all of Thank your nutrients. You have macros and then you have micros, macronutrient, micronutrient. We'll get into that, but anyways. Yeah. Randy, don't look at me Randy, like that fucking Dean. I don't, I don't need that shit. at me with like a fucking deer in the headlights right now. What? <laughs> I, I just, yeah, yeah, I just the basic three, protein, fat, and carbs is going to be, that is what makes up food. And that is what makes up calories and energy that we consume. Anything else, if you're looking at like a nutrition label, you know, you'll see other little things down there. Salt, sodium, sugar vitamins, minerals, things like that. Those are going to be more like your micros, but always the top like three things. You'll have your calories, you'll have carbs, protein, and fat, and you can get more detailed into that as well. But those are what create the energy that sustains us in food. Yeah. And then each one too plays a vital role in different things. For example, protein is going to be very important for muscle building, which is why there's always that joke in those you know joke videos you know, my favorite being uh, uh, a bunch of bodybuilders on a beach. And he's like, well, what you got there? Oh, I just got some protein. You like protein? I like protein. Oh, you know, and it just goes <laughs> back and forth. So it's like, so if you want to build muscle or especially you want to maintain the muscle mass, muscle mass that you have, uh, protein is one of the most important uh, macronutrients that you mm -hmm. can get. Yeah, it literally is used for repairing cells in your body. So when you go and you have a great lift session or running or whatever you're doing, using muscles, um, you're breaking down that muscle. You're, you're causing micro tears. So then when you increase the amount of protein that you eat, you're going back and providing yourself with the appropriate nutrient, macronutrient, that you need to rebuild and repair those cells that you've now broken down, which is 
then your muscles are going to build back stronger and better for the next time that you go in and break them down and the cycle will repeat. Yes. And then, you know, a lot of people always ask, well, like, I don't, I don't know how many, you know, fats, protein, carbs I should be getting. Like, how do I, I recommend that? And that's going to be different for everyone. For example, me, I work a lot better at a higher protein diet and lower fats because that's just how my digestion works. And that's how I just have my peak opto- uh, peak performance. And that's all going to, your nutritional requirements are all going to depend on uh, many things such as your gender, age, uh, performance, like what you're doing, you know, your gym, your sport, whatever, also how your active goals. you are, your goals, uh, genetics, pregnancy, health, body size. So there's a lot of factors that is going to uh, fluctuate what your nutrient requirements are going to be. But the recommended amounts of each, just for kind of the average person diet and, and just kind of a, uh, uh, what is it? 45 to 65% of your daily requirements should be carbs, mm-hmm. 20 to 35% from fats, and 10 to 35% for proteins. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, for example, I like to be on the higher side, so I'm getting usually more about 40% of my calories from proteins throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I like to keep my fats down uh, 20 to 30%, and then I get the rest of my carbs. Yeah. Um, if you're looking more from like a specific how many grams, I know bare minimum for men they say about 56 grams of protein. And when I say bare minimum, I that's mean like, like bare fucking minimum. That's like what your body needs to be able to do like its basic functions. Um, if you're going a whole lot below that, your body's still going to get its 56 grams, but it's going to steal it from your pre-existing muscles. So yeah. you're actually going to start breaking down muscle in your body in order to feed itself so that it can perform all of the regular maintenance function that it needs to. Then you'll be a real skinny bitch. You will be a real skinny bitch. Yes. That's how some people get what they call skinny fat. Yeah. Um, For women, it's not quite as high. We don't necessarily require as much protein as men, so it's closer to 46. Again, those are rough estimates over a blanket population. So. You know, somebody who's five foot four versus somebody who's six foot four, it's it's gonna it's gonna differ. Yeah. And that's not numbers also again, like that's like your starvation levels. Yeah. I, I would say because the recommended amount of protein for average people is between 0.7 and one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Right. Where I think it's actually with. kilogram. Is it? Yeah. No, I thought you gotta do the metric system. Fuck the metric system. I know. For us Americans, we have to do extra math, but I think it's like no, it's 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 point. It's one gram per pound of body weight. Yeah. I was you were saying point seven because I know it's point eight per kilogram. Well, fuck them. Point seven to one in American. (laughs) So what's your split? So curious. Like mine is I do um for daily percentages break down forty percent towards carbs, thirty for fat, thirty for protein. Um, and that ranges anywhere from me having a little over, like, and this is up for me. I'm a little over 200 grams of carbs. I try to hit 200 grams of protein a day because my protein needs to be really underwhelming. Which is, yeah. it's, it, that is high. Yeah. Because. Because I'm only 170 pounds. so much and I'm sure yours is relatively, probably even higher than that. Yeah. Yes. I'm at, I'm at, uh, 40, 25, 35 proteins, fats, and carbs. So yeah. What 40, did you know your grams? Grams of uh, roughly 300 grams of protein. Um, fats, like I think I'm at like, like 50 grams of fat, something like that. Yeah, if I get over 80, my digestion gets really bad. Okay. So um, I, I, I typically hit around 65, 70 grams of yeah. fat. But my when I said my carbs, they actually need to be up. like Because I'm matching yeah, my protein almost with my carbs. But it's 
that's averagely if you have if you're eating the same amount of protein and carbs you, you're in a good level mm-hmm. yeah I'm, that, i need to yeah i'm trying to get my carbs up a little bit more but the, the main goal has been trying to hit over 200 grams of protein yeah. like to really like because i'm trying to add on some sizes that up my protein a lot but yeah this shit is hard oh yeah yeah, yeah eating I, excessive amounts of protein is actually quite i mean i difficult. definitely especially when you rely doing, on whey yeah, because yeah. I eat very clean, and everyone in this space should be eating clean, which is another thing that I think is very important to talk about is what are the differences between processed and whole foods? Because when we say eating clean, we're talking about eating whole foods and not not heavily processed shit. Mm-hmm. So, Rand- Randy, let's hear what you have to say. You haven't talked much. You, you've been quiet this whole time. Dude, I'm not the expert on the nutrition aspects. Like, Megan does a lot of our dietary <laughs> nutrition. I, I gear... what I put in front of him. Yeah, she's yeah. actually... I was... I need me one of those. If, if this is a good example for anybody, my nutrition knowledge was so bad that I was basically starving myself before yeah. I met Megan. Um, you talked that you were... Yeah, like so... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that's were. body dysmorphia. So, um, I thought I looked great. I definitely didn't, but... My knowledge was very underwhelming in that area. Now my workout stuff, great, and I've really helped her with her stuff. And we've, I've done a lot. Like that's where I do a lot better. But the nutrition aspect, she's cleaned up. I've learned a lot from her and how to like take better care of myself. So let's hear what you've learned. Well, give me some examples of some whole foods. Uh, first of all, I learned that I need to actually eat. So like that's <laughs> like you know to be able to like work out. I was under eating. I was eating like less than a thousand calories a day, and I was like working so we're out. To change the subject. No, I mean I was just that's what I learned. I learned to eat. <laughs> I eat. I eat a lot of chicken. Yeah. But I don't eat frozen chicken. I eat, like I go to the store buy it. I wouldn't necessarily say fresh, but it's definitely not frozen. It's not in like some type of bag like where I just yeah. heat up and it's already cooked. Like, I don't... We buy chicken breasts. Yeah. Chicken breasts. It's frozen for transport and stuff That's like fair. that. And we take it home and freeze it. Yeah. But, but I don't I buy, know, like, Tyson's chicken breast or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. frozen in a bag or... Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with those because 90% of the times yeah. that is just frozen it's, chicken breasts. the same thing. But, so but yeah. it's not that, pre-breaded or anything like no. that. See, and that's how much I know. I don't know shit. And yeah, I'm honest good. about it because I'm real with the what, fact that I don't know What do I tell you about consuming protein? When we comp- when when you're when you're trying to get in all of your protein, what is what is the preference? I don't know. Oh, I want fine. you to eat. I want you to eat protein. I want you to eat real food. So it's hard sometimes, but try not to relay as much on relay. Yeah. What did I say? Re- relay. Oh, sorry. Relay. 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 Um, try not to rely as much on uh, drinking your protein or protein bars. I mean, sometimes you have to yeah. because. Eating three hundred grams of protein. You know how much? That's like six Dude, chicken chickens. Is, chicken is so expensive mm-hmm. right now too. To just to be able to like increase your diet to the extent of eating that much throughout the day is just it's. I only get uh, at, at most fifty grams of protein uh, from whey. I eat the rest. That's that's see that's in, that's really impressive. Yeah, that's good. I'm I mean, at like it, seventy. It I'm at, at like probably seventy five to ninety grams of protein a day through whey because like I do the the Kodiak brand pancakes. Yeah. So as whey mixed into it. I do a quest bar because whey mixed into it. I do MRE light for Redcon one. It's whey. Um so it's you know what I mean? Like that's through a lot of it. So yeah. what they're talking about, uh whey protein, it's like whey a protein isolate. yeah, it's a protein powder essentially that's been broken down from whey is part of like milk essentially yeah. that it's been broken down for supplementation yeah, you can also get vegan yeah you can get vegan brands that i do like do from, the vegans kind from 
It's just a different protein source rather than coming from a cow. It's usually like pea protein or yeah. something well, like yeah, that. Yeah, the plant-based proteins, like it's so it's not whey anymore. It's a, yeah. it's a different thing. But yeah, the plant-based proteins are very beneficial for a lot of people because a lot of people whey disagrees with them. Yeah, so your digestion like stuff would probably be better with the vegan stuff rather than the actual whey. Yeah, depending. On depending, yeah. Everybody's I, different. I but do fine on whey, but yeah, there's some people who they just can't do whey mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. But, but back to the yeah. original topic, when you're talking about clean versus unclean, dirty or or unclean food, processed. Yes, it's processed things. So you're looking for uh, as whole or natural of foods. So it's like the difference between eating an apple and eating a pop tart. Both of them are going to have uh, be relatively high in carbs um, and sugar. Sugar is a carb, um, but it's about the uh, process that the food has gone through and how much they have altered it and changed it um, and how those extra chemicals and things are going to interfere with your body. Um, If you're just like pumping crazy amounts of straight sugar into a Pop-Tart on like six different layers, you know, you got frosting and pastry and the delicious gooiness inside. I mean, you're just shooting yourself full of so many simple carbs, just straight like white sugar Um, that your body's going to process through that super, super fast. And then when you're going to have this excess, you're going to have all of this excess sugar that your body's like, well, we don't need that right now. So it's going to take it and it's going to turn it into triglycerides, which is essentially what is stored in your body as fat. So it's about whole foods because they tend to have um, the right amount of just all of these beautiful little nutrients that, that your body just knows how to break down naturally rather than all this crazy foreign substance that we've created. Yeah. You know, an apple has fiber, which fiber is going to slow digestion. Because so that, it does, it's non-digestible. Your body does exactly. not break down fiber, so it helps you poop good. That's right. So, yeah, that's kind of processed yeah. versus unprocessed. I saw you had a lovely note about when you're going through the grocery store. Yeah, well, I want to touch on that a no? little bit after. Right. Well, later, okay. I want okay. to we'll clarify the on, on the uh, Whole Foods a little bit yeah. more. So, like, like the Whole Foods are going to be your, your fruits, your vegetables, mm-hmm. your meats, and your grains. Yep. That's it. That's pretty, pretty much. much it. If you have to, anything that has been taken from the earth and someone else has chopped up and done something to or added anything to that is processed. And when it goes through any sort of process, that's what we're talking about, processed foods. Now there are some good processed foods like the, like the Kodiak cakes and and stuff like that. Like they're better. They're better. Yeah. They're better. And I say they're they're (laughs) better, but they're still, they're still processed food. There's still a lot of additives. There's still a lot of stuff in them. Mm -hmm. Any, in my opinion, any processed sugar, any added sugar you want to try to stay away from because that there's not a whole lot of nutritional benefit in that other than it's tastes good and it's, quick it's, energy. A, it's a drug pretty much. Yeah. That's where a lot of people start to talk about like uh, familiarizing yourself with food labels. I love to go grocery shopping because I love to look at food labels. Yeah. She loves it, the shit all over food labels is what she means. I do. Yeah. I like to be like, oh, that's bullshit. They put that on there for it marketing. It says no GMO and she's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're like, oh, this, like, okay, first of all. Like, well, let's, uh, let's. Touch but, on okay. food, how to, yeah. how to read the food. That is I could, she's, about to, she's, about, she's about to get I'm, on a tangent. I'm no, I'm down for this. No, go down that rabbit hole. So, uh, food, reading food labels is something a lot of people don't know how to do. Yeah, it's and, actually pretty Yeah, which is the next next step in this because reading, um, you know, your fats, your carbs, your proteins, and calories, understanding those four things is going to help you read food labels. Mm-hmm. So in all the food labels, they're going to have uh, the – 
serving size. So how much, how many grams of whatever it is. Pay close attention to your serving sizes because yeah. I promise it is way less than you think it is. Because, For example, if you get a, a bottle of Mountain Dew, I don't know if one of you wants to look that up and both on your fucking phones. Uh, That's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. Thank you. I know, I know. But uh, if you uh, you know want to look up, like for example, like a bottle of Mountain Dew, uh, like not the two liter, but it's like the regular bottle you buy at the fridge, you know. You'll think that's oh that's a serving. It's only got you know 190. Like no, that that bottle of Mountain Dew has probably it's two usually, or three servings. It's like two or it's two or half, three yeah. depending. I know a can is a single serving, but if you look at like it's like 45 grams of like carbs and like yeah. the amount of sugar, and that's like terrible. 65 grams of sugar, which is a shit ton. It is Mountain Dew. You know what's crazy bottle. is when you um when you take a break from drinking pop and stuff like that, and then you go back, and it's almost like you just taste pure sugar. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I disgusting. like sweet things, so like like I'll get a when I'm at work, I'll get like a diamond on dew, which I mean like it's only ten calories and no sugar, but it's, uh, it's I'm not, not going to Dr Pepper. It, I am a Dr Pepper, which I, I get the no I get the no sugar Dr Pepper too. See, I'm just she's not. Like she's I'm like gonna if I'm gonna it, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna do, do it, it, I'm gonna do it. it. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. So this one actually does have the serving size being a bottle, but it's two hundred and ninety calories, zero fat, seventy seven grams of sugar. Damn. Which is a lot. So that is half of the amount of carbs in one day that I am. Sp- it literally says right here it is a hundred and fifty four percent of the recommended daily amount of sugar. Yeah. In one bottle of Mountain Dew. I just want to point out so, when I was a fat kid, I would drink a whole twelve pack of Mountain Dew in, in a day. Oh I'm yeah, it's so easy to do. The fact that I don't have diabetes right now is a miracle. It is so easy to over uh, step over your boundaries on your calories. Uh, in liquids and drinks and it is yeah. with food because because of that yeah you don't so, you're drinking it so it doesn't yeah. make you feel full it doesn't make you feel satiated also i just want to point out that like the whole system is completely messed up because the cost of like a 12 pack of mountain dew versus like other stuff you know what i mean like healthier yeah. options like we buy the crystal light purple packets so it's like two dollars and fifty cents for like a packet of 10 of those right and then you can get a 12 pack of pop for maybe Double that price? I don't yeah. know. I don't buy pop. Yeah, it's like maybe four or five bucks or whatever. I don't know. I'm really out of touch. But oh, I think I saw, that I saw some ad. I think it was like Mountain Dew was doing a special for uh, you. You buy like a six pack of like the bigger bottles for a dollar fifty. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like when they when they make stuff like that, like it's they incentivize you to buy bad shit. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's cheap to make. And sugar, it, so processed sugar, like we have, like the you know when you buy like a bag of fucking mm-hmm. sugar to bake with or something. like that is not something that occurs naturally in in the world. Like there are sugars and things, so all fruits have sugars in them, but it's a different type of sugar. It's a natural sugar. Fructose. Thank you. Whereas the processed sugars isn't natural, and it literally is a drug in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, food, everything is is kind of a drug in a sense. I mean, but it is. The food is, or the the sugar is literally it's it's made to make food easier to eat, and it's so easy to get fat off it because it doesn't really have a whole lot of nutritional benefits to you. It's quick energy. That's pretty yeah. much the essential of what it does. But, but so, if you'd like, go through the food label and just kind of uh, pick a, pick it apart and and let everyone know how to read that food label. Get vengeful. Get vengeful. And then I if could, you're I could. if you're able to and you don't understand this, grab something out of your house that has a food label and follow along, and and you'll be able to kind of understand how to read that food label. Yeah. So the basic part that we're going to start off with the beginning is it'll have your serving size at the top. This is uh, ground beef. This is what I have. 85% lean, 15% fat. So nutritional facts. Uh, Four ounces, which 
if you're trying to watch what you're eating, I strongly recommend investing in food scale because trying to eyeball things like, oh, that looks like four ounces, it's it it gets really tricky. And you're you might not gonna not, be able to do it. You might not need the food scale for forever, but it'll help teach you serving sizes. Yeah. Um, a lot of times like cereal, for example, like you think, oh, a bowl of cereal is a serving size. Nope. It's usually about three quarters of a cup, which you could probably fit about four of those in your average bowl. Easily. I don't think I've ever eaten one serving size of cereal in no, my life. I, no. I, I have. I have. Because yeah. I bought about, uh, there's a company called Magic Spoon where it's like a healthy whey yeah, protein. I know. It's, it's actually, just, yeah. it's pretty fucking good. I see that uh, It fucked up my digestion though. I did not agree with me very well. Yeah. But, uh, no, I eat one serving size of it. I'm like, this is Right. So we so now we know four ounces is our serving size. Then you follow down a little bit uh, further. You're going to see it says amount per serving. So then we're going to break down into our calories. And it's going to say that this, for example, is 240 calories in a serving. Um, it also says calories from fat. Um, there's an equation that I knew once upon a time from nutrition courses, but there's a certain percentage. I think you want less than 20% of your calories from fat to be coming from your from your food as a whole, but that's that's a whole other thing. Anyways, uh, break down into your total fats. Um, we have total fat, 17 grams, which it tells us right there, based on a 200 or a 2,000 calorie diet is what you're going to see on the far right side. It's saying it's 25% of your daily fat. Below that, it'll tell you if there's saturated fat, if there's trans fats. It'll say mono or polysaturated fats. These are just different forms of fat, and they have different processes in your body. Saturated fats tend to want to limit a little bit more. They do have important uses, but those tend to be the ones that are associated a little bit more with um, like high cholesterol and heart heart issues um yeah i read the other day uh, i was talking on um in the section about i was learning specifically about different types of fats carbs mm -hmm. proteins and basically the different types of fats you know there's the monosaturated polysaturated there's a few others but the, the, it's basically just a different type of um oh, um, molecular structure yep. that each one has and each yeah. one has different benefits some better than others some worse than others right so mono meaning one is one chain poly is multiple multiple chains so that's kind of what he's he's talking about um this one on here is listed it also says trans fats because since the world discovered that those are fucking horrendous for you they now legally have to put it on food labels if it's there um you want to avoid trans fats as all at, at all costs it's completely unnatural it is what they call if you look at the actual ingredients list it's partially hydrogenated oils um, which means that they go through this uh, chemical process to change the molecular structure of the fats. And the reason that they do it is because it makes the shelf life longer. Yeah. So you'll see it a lot of times in like, I'm going to say like, uh, like, I don't want to name a brand, but like cupcakes or Swiss cake rolls or Hostess. fuck you guys, <laughs> things like that. Cool Whip, for example, things like that, that yeah, they need. Yeah, when it comes to shitting on companies, we're going to call them out. Fuck yeah. them. All right, that's fine. Um, but anyway. Don't those... sponsor the podcast. Uh, <laughs> nah. McDonald's, McDonald's took a lot of shit and they had to change the oils that they cooked their foods in because they were really high in trans fats. I don't know if you remember early 2000s. This was a whole big thing. Um, 
So yeah, trans trans fats are are not 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 good for you. No bueno. But when it comes to your poly and your monosaturated fats, those are my favorite. Eat up, enjoy. Um, yeah. Anyway, so then it's going to break down into your cholesterol, your sodium. Um, those are important to watch as well, especially if you if you do have have uh, potential cardiovascular issues. Yeah. So in most processed foods, too, you really need to watch your sodium because one of the reasons that things taste so good is because mm-hmm. they put a fuckload of sodium in everything, which is salt. Yeah. They they put a lot of that in everything, so it's so easy to eat way too much salt in your in your diet yeah. when you're eating heavily processed foods. Most like, Americans example, don't like, uh, ever have to add salt to anything in yeah. their diet. We are already maxing out way over what we need to be eating. You know, like for example, what is it like um oh like you can get like those little Hormel mm-hmm. uh, like 60 like you throw in the microwave 60 minute little, yeah. little meals those have so much salt in them. Oh, for sure. Because they're like this tastes like shit. Put more salt and sugar in it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but then getting back into our macronutrients on our food label, um, here we have total carbohydrates. This is meat, so it doesn't have any carbohydrates in it. Um, but protein, yes, protein. We have 22 grams of protein. Um, so those are the basic ones that you want to be looking for. So we have our calories, our fat, our carbs, and our protein. Um, you'll also see below there if there's any important um, vitamins, minerals, things like that. Here we have iron because it's red meat. Red meat typically is high in iron. So I think um, it's a good place to check in with our micronutrients. Yes. Which are the next step. And it's it's a little less important for people to really know these. Yeah. But I think it's very important to understand what they all are. So um, vitamins and your minerals. Yeah. So, you know, there, there there's six classes of nutrients, which is going to be water, vitamins, minerals, your micronutrients, and your carbs, fats, and proteins, which are your macronutrients. The... And fiber. And and fiber. Well, that's not a class in there. At least that's not what my textbook said. But it, it's I think that fits within like the vitamins and minerals, something like that. I don't know. Anyways, but uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. I don't fucking care. I'm not reading through those notes. I have I have, <laughs> I have three pages of notes that yeah. I have written all of this morning, and I'm not I approve try of to all of it. Yeah. But so basically, with your your water, um, drink fucking water. Stay yeah. hydrated. Uh, it's, it's weird how many people I have convinced to just, Hey, try drinking more water. And they come back like with a few weeks, like I listen to you. I started drinking at least three quarters of a gallon of water a day. And like, I feel incredible. My skin, my acne is gone. And I'm like crazy. You filled an essential role in your diet. It's, it's just, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So drink water for every, um, everyone I recommend not getting any less than three quarters of a gallon of water a day. For me, for example, I drink probably a gallon and a half of water every single day. Yeah, it, I it's, have to pee just thinking about that. <laughs> but I'm also, you know, twice your size. There's a super simple, uh, like, formula, if you will. If you take half of your body weight, that's how, that's the minimum amount of water that you should be drinking in you ounces. Measure, okay. In ounces. Yeah. So, but, like, what? I'm 175 pounds, so I have to drink roughly... Oh God, I have to do math. Yeah, I was going to say, like, fuck yourself. I'm going to go roughly with like 90, 85 to 90 yeah, ounces. Give or take. Give or take. A day. But yeah, so just make sure you're drinking water. And you know, if you have like a, a 16 ounce cup or something, just drink at least five, six of those. Like, it sounds like a lot, but once you start doing it, it's not really that much. Wasn't there a movement in like the late 90s that was like eight by eight, 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 eight ounce glasses? 
Yeah. That's 64, but that's, you know, that gets it in. Yeah, but if, if you struggle with, like, acne or, or your skin issues or anything, just stay hydrated. Literally, yeah. just drink more water. It's going to fix a lot of, a lot of your um, dietary issues or a mm -hmm. lot of your just issues in general. Yep. The next on my list is vitamins. Um, there's two types of uh, two types of vitamins. There are fat soluble and water soluble. Um, the fat soluble vitamins are going to be your vitamin A, D, E, and K. Uh, and those can all be stored a lot longer in your body due to their solubility level. So I'm not going to pretend like I actually know what the fuck resolves <laughs> those. If you do, <laughs> go ahead and speak on it. So it basically means that they get stored in fat. So when you break down fat it releases um, the vitamins more. So the reason that it's important to differentiate between fat-soluble and water-soluble is because you can overdose on fat-soluble vitamins. You can actually get too much and make yourself sick. Now, it's probably going to be a little bit of a struggle for at least the average Western diet. Um, but if you just you know, you're like, oh, I'm trying to get all my vitamins and you're taking like three multivitamins every day and eating a massive amount of carrots and sweet potatoes, like an unnatural amount. Like, yeah, you could, you could make yeah. yourself really sick from getting too much vitamin A. Yeah. Cause there, there's a, um, you know, toxicity in everything. If you get mm -hmm. too much of something, it's going to cause some kind of toxicity issue. Yes. Or if you don't get enough, you're going to have some kind of deficiency issue. Yes. Um, so our, what is it? The water soluble vitamins are going to be uh, your vitamin C, B complexes, such as uh, B1, which is thiamine, uh, 2, riboflavin, niacin, uh, rhodoxine, which is B6, uh, vitamin B2, which is folic acid, I'm not going to try to pronounce this, acid, pan pantholic, I don't fucking know, and biotin. And That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> so those are your, your basic water-soluble kind of vitamins. And so, for example, I, I, I know I read a story about a guy who went to a hospital and his skin was like orange. And they were like, after, you know, trying to do tests and tests, they're like, how many carrots do you eat? And like, oh, I love carrots. I eat carrots all the time. So that is, and so that literally turned his skin orange because mm -hmm. of the pigment or whatever. He was getting way too much vitamin, vitamin A or something like that. And so that is an example of a vitamin toxicity where now a vitamin uh, deficiency would be, you know, if you're not getting enough vitamin, uh, what is it? I think it's D, you're going to kind of sleep. So Randy, you can speak on vitamin D deficiency. Yeah, I worked third shift and I just had my labs done, my yearly labs, and I was definitely vitamin D deficient. So I got to take a multivitamin. You're not alone. Almost, uh, I think it was 74% of the population yeah. usually has a deficiency in vitamin D. Also, I honestly don't know what vitamin D deficiency leads to. I'm not going to pretend to know either. Uh, if it means, like, you sleep like shit, then, I mean, I got that covered. I mean, I know, like, vitamin D aids in the absorption of other uh, micronutrients. Randy there was, for a, for a while, they were saying it helps in the absorption of calcium. I know there was a little hit or miss information. They were going back and forth whether or not they thought that. Yeah. I know Honestly, I, we I can, know very little. If I really wanted to, I could open up a table yeah. in my textbook. I have it marked off. I'm going to learn that eventually. That's the next time I listen. The first thing on Google says could have no symptoms, but may experience um, like pain areas in the muscle uh, or fatigue or muscle weakness. So yeah. you could have nothing or you could have fatigue. probably stuff that weightlifters would probably be more aware of than your everyday person that has a vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. yeah. And actually, the biggest source of vitamin D isn't even... Um, we supplement a lot of things with vitamin D. So like milk, a lot of times they put... Sunny D. Sunny D. <laughs> so, I, I if you resist. want lots of sugar and vitamin D. But 
But your actually biggest uh, consumption of vitamin D comes from the sun. So Randy, working third shift, doesn't see the sun a whole lot. Yeah. So which is one of the reasons. And a lot of times, like right now, during winter, when we're all like huddled up and covering all of our skin and shit like that, a lot of people become vitamin D deficient because we're not absorbing as much sunshine yeah and when you get deficient in things it causes imbalances in your body and if your body's thrown off it's going to throw off your hormones going to throw off your mentality so your mm-hmm. mood your energy levels you know so get, eat, a, eat a fucking multivitamin people yeah most deficiencies like i think i just snapped a quick picture of our multivitamin that we try to take we're not super consistent with it but because i think what is it vitamin d iodine and iron are the most common uh, micronutrients that people, at least with Western diets, are deficient in. And if you look right here on this, this is just a basic high V supplement, uh, multivitamin. A is 70%, so they won't give you 100% of your daily uh, for A or any of your fat solubles because they don't want you to overdose. Uh, let's see, there's vitamin, da 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 iodine right there, 100%. And iron. Look at that. I don't think iron's a hundred percent, but yeah, basically yeah. take a multivitamin. It'll help you out. Yeah. Well, and if you don't need it, you'll pee it out. You're right. That leads into the next of the micronutrients, which is gonna be your minerals, such as so there's two types. There's your major minerals and your minor minerals. Your major minerals are gonna be calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, sulfur, sodium, potassium, and chloride. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, uh, you know, calcium is going to be what makes your bone strong. You could see a lot of people kill to get that from like milk and, and dairy products. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones, I don't really know. Sodium, not too hard to get a lot enough of that. Potassium, if you if you uh, work out and you're cramping up, you're either dehydrated or low on potassium. So eat banana. Actually, avocados have almost three times more mm-hmm. potassium than banana. I hate bananas. So that's yes, why I, I, know I, that. I love bananas, but I can't I eat them. them. It gives me chest pains. I don't understand mm-hmm. it. I'm very particular about like, at what stage of the banana's ripeness that he I'll likes it win. just just before it's rotten. Yeah. It's got to have. It's got to look like a damn cheetah. Like oh, it needs spots. It's, it's sweeter. I, I do. Agree. I like I it. I don't you. like when they're green because they're very tart. Yeah. I and they're hard. Yeah. yeah. So I like mine almost when they're rotten, just like my wife. Man, <laughs> spoiled rotten. Yeah. Um, and then so with the those major minerals, magnesium is one that I want to touch on really quick because a lot of people struggle with sleep. Because of the biggest don't come in my life. they don't get enough magnesium. Their magnesium deficiency, which can directly cause bad sleep. Um, so if and I was telling a coworker this the other day, if you're if you're struggling with sleep, you constantly are sleeping like shit. Try supplementing with magnesium three and eight, and uh, what is it? Theamine, theamine, theamine. Fine. One of those two. Thank you. So if you're supplementing with those two things, that should be able to help you sleep. Although I have been reading that with the, the thiamine, if you supplement with that and you're uh, if you're already getting enough of that, you might have some really weird dreams. I'm down. Interesting. Yeah. But so fun fact, um, mm-hmm. there are several types of magnesium, but magnesium three and eight from everything I've been studying is supposedly the best form to take. Okay. Um, I don't know if it just digests better or what, but yeah. So go get some uh, magnesium three and eight for your struggle and sleep. Fun fact, because a lot of people are deficient in it. Um, your minor minerals are going to be your uh, iron, iodide, fluoride, zinc, uh, copper, cobalt, chromium, magnesium. Manganese. Thank you. Not to be not confused, to be confused with, with magnesium. Magnesium. Manganese. Arsenic. 
and uh, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to pretend to <laughs> pronounce that one. What's the other one? Oh, what, what is it? Molly Demont. De, 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 oh, Molly. I'm just joking. Yeah, take, some, <laughs> take Molly, people. It's going to help you out. No, but so those are your minor minerals. And it's not as important for you to really understand all of those. But there are a, a few things. I know, like, there's a lot of people, women especially, can be very iron deficient because of their, when they get up, go in the period. Yes, you're yes, getting cycle. rid of blood, which is where you carry a lot of iron. So I used to donate plasma and was really iron yeah. deficient. So a lot of a lot of people, women especially, should probably supplement with iron to counteract that. Now you can also get a lot of these minerals from red meat, which is probably going to be one of the most um, nutrient dense foods that you can probably eat. Um, sorry to, to interrupt real quick for the iron stuff. My doctor, I think they actually recommended that um, the the nutrients and stuff that women normally take when they're pregnant. Those types, those yeah. are far better. Like even for a man to take some of those, taking a prenatal vitamin yes. supplement because it has a lot of like folic acid and things like that in it, which regular supplements don't for whatever reason. So not like you're iron sure. deficient and you're a guy, you would that would be something to look into. Yeah, those you're not give, gonna like grow boobs or something like that. It's nah. just a different uh, ratio or yeah. different. Uh, well, the whole the things that are marketed for men and women are bullshit because ninety yeah. percent like. Half the time they take the same fucking product, just put a different label on it. Yeah, they put like, oh, it's blue because it's a boy and it's pink because it's a girl. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the same shit. Yeah. Buy whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My boy blue. Unless it comes to like shampoos. I think women's shampoos and stuff are so much better than the shit for men. But Probably. there's a, this men's shampoo is a 13 and one. <laughs> I don't even have 13 strands of hair. <laughs> like, what is, what is this shit? <laughs> it's body wash and I, face I, wash. Normally you would think that, but. You know, if you are with somebody who's a blonde, you cannot use their shampoo that they use, just an FYI. Don't use my purple shampoo. You'll yeah. turn purple. Her shit's expensive. Like, to what? keep her hair blonde, it's... Uh, oh, like, naturally? Yeah. Or, like, no. the, the fake? The fake. Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, I'm blonde. Yeah, her shit's literally purple. I, using, I was like, should I be using special shampoo? Like, like, like the fact that, like, I pay a shit ton of money to be, like, blonde blonde. Let's say you're more silver than blonde. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. That's yeah. the shampoo. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Um, moving <laughs> on. So yeah, that's that's pretty much all the I guess you know scientific shit. So kind of all the boring stuff out of the way. But I think it is yeah. very important for people to understand the four mains, which are your calories, your fats, your carbs, and your proteins. Right. You understand those four things, and you should be well on your way to uh, kind of understanding things. Now, I also wanted to talk about uh, a lot of people don't know how many calories that they should have. I was been talking with a guy. Um, that and we we've been debating. He's he's lost about 120 pounds. We'll probably have him here on the show at some point too to talk about his journey. But he was asking me about you know, like growing my grow how do he wants to grow his shoulders and so I was asking about a diet and stuff and uh and he's eating like a like 1200 calories and I'm like oh, oh boy I could I could speak yeah. on that shit you ain't growing <laughs> shit with 1200 calories and so I, I was giving him a bit of the science and a lot of the same stuff that we'll be talking about now but the a lot of people don't know where their calories should be and they don't really understand and so. There's kind of a, a little formula where it's you take, and it also depends on a lot of factors of who you are, your body composition, everything else. But it's basically take your body weight times anywhere between 10 to 16 or 10 to 18, 18 being like the highest level of activity possible. I guess my biggest question is, is he still trying to lose weight or is he trying to grow? Because like these are two different complete processes of yeah. how your diet is uh, like going to go and like you can't like. I had the whole conversation with him. You know what I mean? Like no offense, like you want to grow, that's great, but like. 
right now you should be just trying to sculpt your body to make it look better while you're cutting, you know what I mean, to lose weight. And then you once you're down, then you build back up. Yeah. It's hard to build size like your shoulders when you are trying to lose weight because your diet and what you're going to be eating and how much you're going to be eating is going to be completely different. Yeah. No, that's what I told him because, you know, he was wanting to lose the rest of the weight. He wants to lose, I think, another 20 or 30 pounds or something like that. All right. Then don't and worry then, about yeah, your shoulders that, yet, bro. That's what I told him. Like, you get down to the weight you want to be, then come find me and we'll get you big. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So, for example, if you're if you're a fairly uh, stagnant person, you have a desk job, you don't work out very often. Take your body weight, multiply that by ten, and that's going to be you know ten to twelve, and that's going to be roughly what your um, maintenance calories are going to be. For me, for example, I'm fairly active. I'm standing. I'm working all ten hour days. I hit the gym heavy and hard, so I multiply that by sixteen, and that's going to put me at uh, what was it? What was my current body weight it was like something like right around four thousand calories for my maintenance. Damn. Yeah, it's. I'm not looking forward to my bulking. I sit most of my job. So I just did your thing by 10 or whatever. It says 1780. That's probably yeah. about accurate for my maintenance calories. I would know. I would, no, I would put no, Randy. That with your gym and stuff that you do, I'd, I'd Yeah, but I don't do shit at my job, really. Yeah. On occasion. You, I mean, you're still. So that's probably closer. See, this is where it gets a little bit tricky because yeah. the amount of activity that you do varies so much, and there are different formulas. I would start. Honestly, my favorite one is just go to Google and type in um, calculator.net. And there's one, and it's got a bunch of different calculators that you can go in. You can do what's called your BMR, your basic basal metabolic rate. So that's like if you don't fucking move a single muscle, you lay in bed, you sleep, you don't pick up your arms, you don't wiggle your toes, nothing whatsoever. That is the amount of calories that your body burns by keeping you alive, by breathing, by keeping your heart beating, by, you know, your cells doing everything that You're they're You're going to burn that every day no matter what. Yes. That's, that's the basic. Then you can get in what's called your TDEE. So that's your total daily energy expenditure. Diddy! <laughs> so that's like your maintenance level calories. So that's depending on like, hey... Do you stand at your job? Do you sit at your job? Do you go to the gym? Do you go for a walk? Do you park closest to the door at Walmart? Or do you try to park all the way in the back to get a couple of extra steps in? Like that that has more to do with like the amount that you're moving. And then you can and, and be honest with yourself. Like because the only yeah. person you're hurting here, if you, if you go home after sitting at a desk all day and you sit on the couch, which I'm not judging you. If that's what you do, be honest. You have a sedentary lifestyle. But if you get up and, you know, when you go home, you're making dinner and you're doing laundry and you're vacuuming and you're running after your kids and like, okay, so I would give you probably the next level up. You still sat for eight hours at work, but now you're home and you're running around, you know, after your little ones or something like that. Or, you know, do you go and you know, you're a nurse, so you're on your feet fucking all day. You're running back and forth between patients and then you go home and you have to run after your kids. But hey, you still worked in, you know, you you went to lunch and worked out for an hour like you're going to have an active lifestyle. So finding the differences in there is going to make a really because sometimes that could be for me. I wear my little Apple watch. I burn an extra 850 calories every day just by how much I move. Yeah. Versus, you know, just, you know, being a, a bump on a log. So I, I think that using like a calculator online is probably like a more effective way. I mean, my fitness pal has one yeah. pretty much any BMR calculator. That's going to be used on pretty 
much the same formula, but they're yeah. always going to ask you the questions on how active your lifestyle is. Exactly. And, and there's the like way a, I'm doing it, just a little bit more choice of like, okay, where yeah. are you going to be? I just, I feel like there's a little bit more variance in it. Cause like, what would you say? You take your weight and multiply it by 10? Anywhere between 10 to like 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's based on your activity yeah. So like, level. you know, 18 is going to be your, you are a, uh, like a construction worker. You're swinging a sledgehammer constantly carrying shit. And then you go do, uh, you know, three hours of high intensive cardio or something like that. Um, so that you're going to, you're going to be at the higher end of that spectrum where if you have that sedentary life where you go, you know, do the, uh, um, the, you're sitting at a desk for eight hours, you go yeah. home and, and sit on the TV and not, not do you shit. Sit, sit on your yep, TV. That's going to be more at that, you know, 10, um, yeah. 10 range. So it makes sense. So yeah, like for me, like I calculated mine. So I'm at, you know, if you can do, do mine, for example, I'm at 275 pounds. Uh, I calculated by 16 because I'm standing all day. I'm moving boxes. I'm grinding. And that puts my 44. Uh, puts my maintenance at 4,400 calories, which is pretty, pretty close. Because I know the last time I got like one of those uh, in-body type <laughs> tests done, yeah. it puts my basal metabolic range at like 3,200 some calories. That, that's so not fair. It, my BMR is literally like 1,550 calories. Do you understand how much easier it would be for me to do what I'm doing if that was me? It's not fun eating this much. I know. Having to eat that much is actually like, it's a fucking chore. Yeah. Since I, so I, I've talked about it before, but I've always struggled to eat enough. Yeah. But since I've been doing this long enough, it's a lot easier for me to eat a lot more now. Like I, I took myself on a breakfast date this morning mm-hmm. and, um, you know, had a cup of coffee, a glass of water, two servings of hash browns, four eggs, two slices of bacon, uh, two pieces of sausage, and then a uh, I think with uh, biscuits and uh, one one biscuit with gravy on that it. That sounds so good. Like that's, that was a lot of food, but like it I, is got, a lot of food. I got it down with that issue. Like yeah. plates. And I don't I recommend mean, doing that very often because it's a lot of there's a lot of fats and shit. In that. Right. Like, so that would myself. be that that would be a treat. That would be. I mean, there are positive things about that meal. You got your eggs. Um, you said you had wheat toast or something. Hash like browns. That. Hash browns. Hash browns are hit or miss. Yeah, but, they were pretty greasy, but they were I so mean, good. Yeah. But that would be like more of like a cheat meal. That's yeah. probably not something like he said he was treating himself. That wouldn't be a clean meal. When we talk about like it's hard to eat that much. When you eat whole clean foods, your nutritional level skyrockets. But a lot of times associated with that, the calorie content sinks. Yeah. Because there's not all of that extra processed essentially garbage that's spiking up the calorie content out of it. So when you're talking about eating even for me, 1,800 calories in a day, I struggle with it because when you're eating fruits and vegetables and lean meats, that's a fuck ton of food. Yep. If I was eating pizza and hamburgers, that would be like a meal. Yeah. Like I would literally, a Big Mac meal at McDonald's is 1,515 calories. And the Coke. reason why so, and I guess they taste so good too, is because of the oils that they're cooked in. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I wanted to talk about was like um like how, how to cook food how you're cooking your food because yeah. so many people too will even they'll they'll make a healthy meal and they'll turn it unhealthy because they add all of these extra oils to it you know for example one teaspoon or one tablespoon of olive oil is 120 calories and that's all from fats yeah so but it's good fats true but if you get too much of it that's going to blow you yeah. over your calories i mean i think that that just goes into you need to actually measure and weigh your food. And when you start, I will be completely fucking honest, it is a pain in the ass. Yeah. To every single thing that you chop and every yeah, spoonful of oil and everything, if you're weighing it and you're writing it down so you have an accurate 
count of your calories because yeah, otherwise if you're eyeballing things and you're like, oh, well, this is a half a cup of rice, but it was actually three quarters of a cup of rice. And oh, I just did a teaspoon of oil. Well, you was closer to a tablespoon. A like digital those... scale on Amazon costs you $14. Yeah. Just go fucking it's, buy it. It's also, go to the store and get measuring cups. Yeah. Like they have a whole set like because uh, half a cup of rice is a lot of rice. You would be surprised. No, it's not. I mean. <laughs> just because from what I eat, no, it's not. Yeah, I, I mean. Want more. For we're me, on di- we're on different it, scales yeah. of yeah. like where we eat, but like Megan does all my weighing. She does my food prep, so like eight ounces of chicken. You know what I mean? Down yeah. to the tea, like yeah, it rice. Is. Everything is proportioned exactly. Yeah. But I feel like it, the the type of oils that you're using does matter. Definitely. So there was a big push for a long time about like coconut oil. Everybody was like, "Yes, coconut oil for everything." And then they come out and tell you that, like, um, actually, coconut oil is horrendous for heart health. Um, like, please stop cooking everything in coconut oil. Yeah, the best oils for you are going to be your seed oils. You you want to stay away from, like, like grain oils. Or not yeah. seed oil, fruit oils. That's fruit. what I mean. Let's say. Oh, yeah. So, like, like your like olive is a fruit. Olives, avocado. We use avocado yeah. spray. I, I really enjoy avocado oil. Yeah. Um, it also has a higher burning temperature, which is nice. Yeah. I Yeah. Careful using olive oil because it smokes. If you get it really hot, it smokes really yep. easy and it makes your food keep yeah, kind of Yeah. So, the, and there, there's a whole podcast that's linked to us just about oils and yeah. lightning because, like, like, your vegetable oils, uh, like try try and squeeze some uh oh what, what what kind of what kind of vegetable oil is there? Oh, there's just vegetable oil. Which is, like yeah. sque- squeeze the oil out of a carrot. Now squeeze the oil out of an olive. Yeah. Like it's the more processes that have to go into getting the like the vegetable oils. So it's just more that much more process. That much worse for you. That and the the fat contents are a lot worse and yeah. worse for you. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's just. Being mindful about things like that, use it sparingly. I mean, yeah. you don't need to coat the entire bottom of the pan. That's why we like, I think we use the same kind of avocado oil, but we like to use it in the spray can because it mists it. So it's a little say, bit, it's uh, a little bit less that you're, you're coating your pan. The with. cheat code for that is to use a spray oil because it know, is more expensive. One quick, one quick squirt of that though. I think it lasts just about the same as if I were to dump probably. a fucking spoonful of oil. Yeah. And it's easier to spread. So you just one sprite yep. and then and pants covered and you're good. You yeah. Yeah. So that way you're not cooking with an excessive amount of oils. But I mean, again, these are the oils that you're using. So if you're using, uh, what did we just say? Avocado oil, olive, olive oil, things like that. Those are going to be a lot of those poly and monosaturated fats, which are considered your good fats. Um, you got your omegas. In there, omega-3 and omega-6, things like that. So if you're going to eat fats, those are actually better fats to be consuming. Yeah. And then we're getting close to our time here. So I could rant about this shit I know. We're going to have to do a couple more parts on this. But uh, before we wrap this one up, we did almost touch there for a second before. I want to keep us railroaded for a second. uh, But navigating the grocery store. Mm. um, This is a pretty quick thing, but it's easy. Stay to the outside of the store because yep. if you think about where you're going to get your fruits, your vegetables, your meats, your cheeses, your dairy products, it's all going to be on the outside edge. Shop the perimeter. All of the processed crap that you really don't need, they're going to be in the middles. Yep. Yeah, typically like Walmart, the very edge, like when you first walk in, the very first aisles, like your veggies, your greens and stuff. And then on the exact opposite side of the store is going to be like your eggs, your your milk and dairy, stuff like that. 
and then you're outside. Anything in between all of those two aisles is basically going to be shit. Yeah, it's all this crap. Yeah. That's where you get all your processed stuff. You know? And I say that because Walmart is almost virtually identical in every single store you go to with very yep. little variation. Yeah, that's where the Pop-Tarts are at. Yep. Yep, stay away from the sugars, the breads. I mean, bread's not bad, but it's, it's a processed carb. You know, there's a lot of better, like, you know, for example, rice, potatoes, stuff like that. You, that's what you want to stick to. For your I'm not going to say you're not going to find some things that fit in with that, you know, healthy lifestyle in those aisles. But generally, no. Yeah. yeah. Your whole foods, your, your, I mean, technically we have to go down the aisle to get rice, but yeah, yeah, you, usually. Yeah. No, if you have to look at the, like, again, next time you go to the store, just pick something random up that you usually pick up and look at and read the nutrition label and see what you're putting in your body and be yeah. disgusted. And especially go to the go to the ingredients label, and especially for like the highly processed stuff, you're gonna read some shit yeah. that you have no idea. If what you the can't fuck pronounce it, is. it, you probably don't need to eat it. And no offense, if it says like something like keto friendly or no GMO or something like that, I would yeah. be on the fence of like yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Because anytime you it, do stuff like that, the substitutes they make to make it that way yeah. are probably not beneficial. So be weary about any kind of advertisement like that. If they're like yeah. low, fa- I, I found my favorite one is we were at Walmart and we were in the chip aisle. I don't remember we were buying chips apparently. But they had or it's organic. It's organic Doritos. How is it, how is it Dorito healthy. organic? They're healthy. Stroke. It's organic. They're actually saying that shit. It was now. planted yeah. next to the carrots. Oh, they organic had special organic. Organic. I'm done. If you I'm run right these there. companies, you are scum and you need to go fuck yourself because you're mm-hmm. ruining the world. If you're reading through your book, hopefully there'll be a section on that about what, how they. Um, it's so fucked up. Like the laws about what they can and cannot say on food labels and things like that. It's yeah. really fucked up. Prime it's example super, for chips. Look at up. like your Lay's regular chips versus the baked. When they say 35% less fat, then mm-hmm. break down actually what's in them. Yeah. And like it may be less fat, but what else is increased to make that happen? Better yeah. yet, don't eat chips. I was just if saying. You, if you like, want chips, make them yourself. Put, get some fucking potatoes, slice them up thin, throw mm-hmm. them in the air fryer. Get an air fryer. Yeah. Sponsor the podcast. You're right. Sponsor the goddamn podcast, Air Fryer. Give me a bigger air one. Fryers. Give me a fucking bigger air fryer. I don't care what brand, just the air fryers in general. Whoever right. came up with that all, shit, contact me. You're right. You know an air fryer. Our email is Legionnaire. You shut up with that shit, Megan. This isn't the point. Okay, convection ovens. Sponsor the podcast. See if I give a shut. Give me money. Give me money. Anyways. And an air fryer. That's where we're going to wrap this one up. We are short on time. I have to go train, and I have a long, long list of things to do today. We got a meal prep. You guys got a meal prep? Mm-hmm. I, I need to eat again. <laughs> fuck. You fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying not to be a skinny bitch. That's what, that's oh, yeah, what fair. I'm trying to do here. So <clears throat> if you take anything out of this, just remember, remember the four things, your calories, your fats, your carbs, your proteins. Remember those four things. Learn how they work, and that will get you to the best point that you can physically with your nutrition. We're gonna have to do this again. The, get yeah, the, if you have any more questions, if we made you more stuff. confused, please please reach out. That was the point of this episode. Confuse was, the shit out of people. It was a lot of information, yeah. and, and I could ramble for years. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm on this show, and I, I've learned a lot. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at with this episode. But yeah, so uh, give us a follow on our Instagram page. That is the Legion Lifestyle on Instagram. I almost said Legion Athletics. It's not that anymore. Uh, Facebook is Legionnaire Athletics as of now will be Legion Lifestyle whenever they decide to actually change that for me go follow my personal Instagram at I'm Dean and so can you so are you no it's not that Megan you need to change it now (laughs) I don't think I'm gonna do that 
um, yeah, give us a follow. If you guys have any questions or anything you'd like to hear us talk about the next episodes, please let us know. And do not forget that if you got anything out of this, you liked it, or you just found us our, our incompetence hilarious, give us a follow on, on Spotify. Give us a five stars because that's going to help us grow the show. We want to grow the Legion and get as many people uh, as we can to follow this and, and hear us talk about our stupid shit. We love you guys. We hope you tune in to the next episodes. Give us again, give us a follow, social media, all that fun shit. Get out there, get some training. Don't forget to leave the world better than you found it. Remember to eat. Megan, what's one piece of advice you got for everyone? Fuck. Uh... You heard it here. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, okay, I got it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> so when you're starting with all of this, think not about taking things away from your diet, but adding things to. I think I may have even said that before. Add another glass of water, add a salad, add an apple. Don't worry about pulling shit out. Just start adding in the good and the bad will fall away. Replacement therapy. I like it. Anyways, you guys got anything else? Nope. Nah. We'll leave it there. All right. Peace out, y'all. Later. <laughs>